Welcome back to April Speaks Out. This week, my guests are Christopher and Samantha Sawyer. Chris and Samantha have been married for five years, and I was honored to sit down with them to discuss what Christian marriage looks like. In our conversation, we talk about the transition of going from single to married, some of the hesitations they had before getting married, and how they make marriage work as Christians. Let's dive into the conversation. Good thing because, you know, prior to meeting Chris, you know, I had been in relationships where I felt like I was always having to be the leader. Yeah. You know, always having to um, be the fixer. Yeah. Or, you know, wanting to be the one to fix everything and all of that. But um, I can truly say that since he's come into my life, um, he has helped me a lot. You know, of course, right. there's a big age difference. Not real, real big. Right. Um, a lot more maturity, and he's experienced more than I have. So um, he helped me transition. Yeah. Um, I can't give myself credit. And of course, God, of course, me um, being willing to first submit to God and his leadership, which yeah. you know, I've heard from the get-go, I had to do that, um, which goes back to when... I had to separate separate from him. That was some of the things that God was dealing with me about, you know, um, being in a position where I was willing to open up and let down the guards and the barriers and the things that could interfere with he and I, um, you know, being together or whatever, because I had, I had my issues, you know, I had my insecurities, my fears and things like that. But um, I would say the biggest thing was, uh, getting out of that Miss Independent phase, you know, yeah. allowing him to open the door for me and right. you know, teach me things. You know, right. I didn't have to be the the person that knew everything. You know, mm-hmm. um, not being so stubborn and you know yes. not feeling like I can't um, trust him to do do things and you know all of that. So right. I would say that was the biggest thing for me was getting out of that Miss Independence stage. Right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so um, the next question is for the both of you. And what would you guys say is key to balancing, like, work and family time and also time for each other? Well, I think uh, number one is is being honest uh-huh. and transparent uh, uh-huh. and, and knowing what's the priority. And I have to say the reason why we know what priority is because God is the foundation of our relationship. Yeah. And because we continue to see God as a couple right. and individually, then we know that after God is family. Yes. And then after family, everything else is a distant second. Mm-hmm. And not and for me, not only do I know that family is first, after God is Samantha. Yeah, period. So at first, I didn't know that. But now I know that after God is my wife. Right. God said, if you love the wife like Jesus loved the church, Uh everything else in the household is going to fall in line. That's it. See, it took time for me to figure that out. It took time for me to understand that. And once you get things in order, Uh then God going to see to it that everything else falls in line. So because if you take care of the wife, guess what? When you're away from home, she's going to make sure those children do what they're supposed Hello. to do. 
<laughs> and she gonna make sure that there's nobody gonna dot that dodo. We ain't got no bidding coming in. <laughs> right. You know right. <laughs> so right. that's 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 and we 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 trust God and we, we right. trust each other. That's right. Um, you know, I don't have to look at the clock or check my phone or look around when she's not with me. Yeah. And we both understand that just because we need time apart don't mean something's wrong with the relationship. Say that again. You I know, like that. We, Say that again. You know, she gets tired, frustrated, because we got right. a four-year-old and we got older kids, you know, and she needs time to woo Yeah. So sometimes if I say, well, you know, I'm fit to go somewhere or go by whatever, she know there's me going to do, get some me time. But, you know, right. and like I said, and because that we uh, established a good foundation from the beginning, Right. We understood what we liked about each other and what we didn't like. Right. We didn't go into tolerance. Because see, tolerance leads to something bad. Yeah. You have to learn to accept. Right. Because you're not gonna find that perfect person. Right. So you might well stop looking for it. So <laughs> right. when we realize, okay, that we both have flaws, but the good outweighs the bad, mm -hmm. and we're gonna accept the whole total package. That right. means you can work on it. But if you tolerate something and be taboo about it, it'll explode. Not only explode, right. it'll implode, you know. Right. And so um, we give all credit to God. Like I said, we have God as our foundation. And as long as we know we keep him in the center, then everything else will work out. I love it. And then I would like to add that I love that we do things spontaneous. Yeah. You know, like we don't always plan. We right. try to plan things, but we don't always plan. You know, uh, Chris may just, you know, one of his off days be like, hey, let's put on some clothes. Let's go and do this and do that. And not necessarily knowing, you know, what all I have on my plate. Sometimes, you know, he'll ask, but I could be, you know, my computer working on something because he was like, hey, what you working on? Right. Like, let's, let's just go do this. And I'm like, hey, bet. let's go do let's this. Let's go. <laughs> right. And so I love it. I love it. Right. Um, I love the fact that we can do things spontaneously mm -hmm. and still enjoy, like you said, and have that balance with each other and not feel like anything is lacking. Right. Because, you know, he works, I'm trying to run a business, homeschooling and all these different things. And so, you know, sometimes it's not easy to just plan. You right. Do things at the spare of the moment, but it's always exciting and it doesn't always require, that's something that he's taught me too, everything that we do doesn't always have to require us spending money. And so yes. that helps us to keep a good balance. I love that. I love that. And I also want to point out, I love what you said, bro, about um, basically when you get married and you become one, don't lose your ind individuality just because right. you got married. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, still, if you I'm the more spontaneous one in the marriage, and Maurice is more so concerned, conservative. Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. like you said, if y'all love each other, um, y'all have to embrace that individuality about each other. So I love that you said that. So. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Chris, this question is for you. Um, what have you learned most about yourself since becoming a married man? Um. Listening, being not, yeah. not just listening, but being an active listener. Yes. And of course, it's, it's a difference. You know, right. everybody just sits still in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Right. But being active 
is being engaged, right. you know, asking the asking questions, and I, I I would have to say, um, I'm not. It's hard to rattle me. Now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't get shaken easily. Right. I mean, we have in these six years. I said six years because that's how long we've been together. We've been married. Right. Right. In these six years, we have encountered some, when I say storms, I'm talking about mm -hmm. Katrina, yeah. all everything, you see what I'm saying? But, in all, but with the peace of God right. that we've had, it's hard for something to move me. And that's, right. I think, if, if I can say those two things, you know, being an active listener and uh, not being rattled, you know, because right. some, and it, it is not a, gender thing you know mm -hmm. in the next marriage it may be the mother or the woman mm -hmm. that's, that's the calm hand you know it's right. just so happening in our marriage is me right and the calm <laughs> hand you know uh but like i said i would have to say is is that's what i've learned about myself i'm not it's, it's i'm telling you it's it's hard to shake me right you know, it's hard to shake me and and, and, and we and you trust me we have had some some battles, yeah. right? Some issues, and not us, but just you know, marriage and life. You right. know what I'm saying, right? And I, I think, and I thank God. I can't take the credit. I won't right. take any of that credit. It's all the peace of God, because God said when you rely on Him and you understand, and, and something that I, I stand on is everything of this world is temporary, right? Except the Word of God, right? And if you hold on to His Word, you know your your house may be gone, your car, you may lose everything. Right. But he's going he can not only replenish, but he can restore. That's it. And so we, we stand on that. We stand on that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, sis, same question for you. What have you learned most about yourself since becoming a married woman? I've learned about being patient. Yeah. And trusting God more. Um to trust who God has allowed to be the king of this house, right. my husband, um, because it has taken a lot of pressure off of me. And that's mm -hmm. one thing that I love about Chris. Um, I respect and I understand that he takes on a lot of the mm -hmm. burdens and things, you know, of our house. Not saying that he has to deal with things by himself, but as a man, he's that alpha right. male, you know, as a man, um, he takes on a lot for our household, you know, mm -hmm. for our marriage and things like that. And so um, I've learned to trust the God in him. Yeah. As well as to be patient, because if I trust the God in him, I trust that any decision that he makes on behalf of our marriage, any decision that he makes on behalf of our household is a decision that's being led by God. Right. Because you know, behind the scenes, beside him or whatever, I'm interceding and I'm praying for him. And when we come together, uh, I normally get the confirmations anyway that, you know, right. we're making the right decisions because the things that I've prayed about, he'll come to me and say, well, hey, this is what God is leading me to do. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, this is, a, right, this is an alignment. And right. so I've learned to just be patient, you know, do what I know to do is pray and to trust God more. Because like Chris said, if we keep God as a head, he helps us to do what we need to do as a couple. He helps us right. to make the decisions that we need to make. And so I don't have to be as antsy and as anxious 
as right. I usually am. Right. Because <laughs> he's normally the calm one. Yeah. <laughs> and he keeps me calm. So, <laughs> right. you know, hey. Right. Okay. That's why he's my it. husband. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. So, um, how does communication look for you guys when you might not be seeing eye to eye on certain things? Um, well, you got okay. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I put it like this um, you have to take. And I'm I'm speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. You have to take the ego out. Yes. Now, and I'm I wasn't always like that. Now that's why I say I'm speaking from experience. I can talk about right. myself. I wasn't the one. I wasn't a good listener, and you know, but all that changed. You right. have to take the ego out, and you have to look at things, um, not not as the role that you play in the household, okay? Yeah, I'm the king of the castle and all that, but that don't mean my word is born when right. it comes to this house. Because right. her opinion, her ideals may be the best solution or the best choice right. for that particular you know, thing that's going on. Right. So when, it, when we communicate now, also you have to keep in mind that if it's not about a life choice mm -hmm. or when I say life choice, you know, issues of the heart that's dealing right. with the home itself, mm -hmm. then that don't mean that you can't agree to disagree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when there's things dealing with Kaylin, you know, mm -hmm. she has just as Amanda, when I say she has right. just as much input on the decision that I do. Yeah. So it don't, I'm not just going to take the route that, well, I'm the man, what mm -hmm. I say go. Right. If we disagree on it, then we're going to go to it like this. What's the best outcome or the best outlook for the mm -hmm. situation? And right. if her idea or opinion is the better one, then that's the one, that's, that's the choice that we're going to go with. Right. But now, if we talk about whether or not we going somewhere, mm -hmm. You know, situations <laughs> like that. Right. Hands down, what I say, that's the, the book stops. You know, because I'm <laughs> always gonna look out for our best interests. Yeah. You know, when it comes to streets and safety, right. That's my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. but anything else, she she has just as right, just as that domain as I do, and she feels right. the same way. You know. Right. We gonna put it on the table. And I thank God, and, and I'm going to knock on wood. We haven't had that type of situation. No. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, and that's and because that's, we talk a lot. That's like, because we talk yeah, we a lot. We talk about, sometimes he just listens to me chatter on and on and on because he know I had to get the gap. But he <laughs> <listens>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes. You know, we, we came into our relationship being open with one another. So I've never yeah. felt like I couldn't talk to him about anything. Um, and you know, he's never made me feel like that I couldn't talk to him. And the same thing, he knows that he can talk to me about anything, and he does. We talk and laugh about just about anything. We cry together when right. we cry. Mm -hmm. You know, we do that. And I think right. that's so important with any marriage. You know, you should yeah. be able to communicate. Absolutely. Um, and not just communicate. And I've learned this as a toastmaster. Let me put this plug in here. Um, <laughs> communication is not just talking. You know, it is right. listening. And I've learned a lot from him about 
the importance of listening. You know, right. not just listening to say, oh, well, I heard you, but listening to understand. So yes, ma'am. Um, that's played a major part, you know, in our marriage. And I think right. that's what's going to continue to help yeah. us to go in the right direction. And, right, and, right. I got to add this too. I have what I have, what I've called uh, my importance. Mm -hmm. She don't make what I do seem small. Right. And I don't make her feel like what she does is is my new, you know. Right. When she comes to me with her concerns, dealing with Toastmaster and, mm -hmm. and Motiva's momentum, it's just as important if we were talking about firearms, Absolutely. Team, right. football, you know. I don't shun her away now. She we now we joke about it now. Yeah, uh, right. She she'll come in right in the middle of blue bloods, and she know I love blue blood. He pauses the TV. I just hit pause. I just I said okay. Cause she, right. cause apparently, look, apparently she not gonna wait till blue bloods go off. At all. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? He pauses the TV and he pauses the TV. Listen, and he'll wait a few right. Like I said, I had I had been married before. Right. And uh, when I met Samanda, uh, I want to say five years had passed. 
Right. Five years had passed since I had been divorced. So <laughs> I was content. I was actually good. I was in a good place. You know, I had my own place. Uh, my kids could come. They were old enough at that point. They were teenagers. So uh, Chris and CJ, they could come and go as they please. You know, they could right. their weekends or during the summer, I have them all summer, whatever the case may be. And uh, I think the the only reservations I was having because and because of my profession, you know, being uh-huh. a police officer, being a detective, you know, we meet all walks of life of people, right? Right. Right. So I guess my, the biggest thing for me was trust issue, and uh-huh. and, and and because you. You just didn't want to get into that dating. You know, I right. was I was in my late 30s at the time. And uh, you know, you didn't want to go into trying to figure people out. Right. Wonder what they're doing. Can you trust them? You know, right. uh, you can't bring in and everybody around your kids. Like I said, at the time my kids was, you know, mid-teenage, mid-teens, mm-hmm. you know, 13 and 15. So you just, you know, all those are reservations I had. Mm-hmm. But as they say in church. But God. But God. But God. Right. God has started dealing with me. Uh, not only when I say with me, I'm talking about you know the person in the mirror. He right. started dealing with me about certain ways that I need to change. I didn't know he was he was getting me ready for Samantha. Right. And I, and I say that not joking. Right. I, I know if I hadn't been taking care of myself and getting myself right, he wouldn't have brought her to my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. At the time, I would say in 2012, 13, leading up to the time that I met her, you know, I had a lot of issues and baggage that mm-hmm. I had to get fixed. You know, uh, like I said, I had to de- develop patience. Right. I had to develop, uh, you know, learning how to tell myself, you ain't all that. Right. You know, and <laughs> right. you got flaws, you know. Right. Uh, you ain't God's gift to women. Yeah, right. Which, which I, I thought I did. I thought I was pretty, you know, you know, suave, as they say. Right. But, you know, I, I had to, I became humble. Now, uh-huh. if I hadn't developed that, right. Samantha had been through some tragedies with some guys, right? Uh-huh. So now that we, we both talk about this. Now, looking back on it, if I hadn't have changed, we wouldn't have meshed. Right. Because she was rolling her neck and popping and <laughs> telling me what she wasn't going to do and you know right. all that. And I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying to myself, my inner self. Straight I'm like, she don't know who I am. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I can, go, I can go out and get me four more sunshine. You know what I'm saying? And I was saying I can run circles around him. <laughs> you know right. He both but, but again, my back to the original question, my reserve was not being able to trust, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I had two older, two older kids, which are teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know everything that goes on. There was all the topics of the world was in my mind. Right. You know because you know concerns. But like I said, God was dealing with me, uh, telling me I need some things I need to fix. I didn't know that He was preparing me to get married. Marriage right. was the last thing on my mind. Yeah, right. I'm serious. But I had started reading the Bible because I wasn't going to church. I was I was that church guy that went to church every whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? Because right. I didn't have a I didn't have an issue with God. I had an issue with church. Yeah. And I know 
uh, believers to understand what I'm saying when I say right. that. Right. But uh, here comes Samantha right. about accountability. Now, she wouldn't pressure me. She wasn't like, you need to go to church with me. You need to get up. Right. She just would somehow ask me, did I go to church today? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> me trying to, you know, get into her good graces, I got tired of telling her, no, I ain't go today. Right. And she would always tell me about her experience at church. You know, she loved church. And right. she like, you know, we did this at church and this and that. You know, I know you worked all nights, but did you, were you able to make church? And so mm -hmm. here's what I started doing. I would get off work at five or six o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and go to eight o'clock service. Not right. to serve God, but just to say that I went to church. Right. So when she said, did you go to church today? I could say, yeah, I went to church. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but you know what? That 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 did a whole lot for me yeah. and for our relationship because it, right. it really helped. It helped me grow. Uh, my maturity level had changed. And again, it prepared me to take on the, the rocky edges that she had dealt with in her past. Right. You know, so it helped me not to react. You know, she would roll her neck and pop her neck and right. talk to me indirectly. She wouldn't <laughs> talk to me. She would talk to me indirectly, talking about, I don't know what he thinks. You know, I'm like, who she talking about? Who is, I be saying, who is he? You know, who but, is he? <laughs> you know, I no go. Look, if she was just, she was actually looking for a reason now. We know that she was just scared. She yeah, was yeah. looking for a reason to say, I ain't gonna fool with you. Uh, right. But guess what? Right. I didn't give it to her. I would <laughs> right. just sit there and take it. I wouldn't say nothing. Right. I just sit there and say, okay. And right. just and she'd be like, yeah. she'd be like, in your thoughts. <laughs> and you, look, <laughs> in your thoughts. And I'm like, you know what I like, look, hey, bro, I'll be like, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> Special man for me. Right. Her, she was trying to bait me in. She was like, hey, your thoughts. And your thoughts. I'd be like, I'd be like, I ain't got nothing to say. Listen, I ain't got nothing to say to that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so sis, same question for you. Did you have any fears um about marriage before you actually got married? Yeah, actually, I did. Um, and Chris knows it's not a secret. One of my biggest fears was the fact of knowing that he had kids. Yeah. Um, and the reason why that was a big fear for me was because in past relationships, most of the guys that I had dated, they had children. Right. And it was always drama. You know, it was, it was just things that, you know, I just felt like I didn't even want to have to deal with anymore. Right. Because it was never, to me, it was never a good situation on my end, knowing I knew my heart was in the right place, but it just seemed right. like I always got the worst end of the stick. So anyway, um, that was a major thing that I felt like I, the enemy was tormenting me about. Like, I could mm -hmm. get past that. And that was another area that I know God had to deal with me about, is right. don't allow that to be a reason why I wouldn't, you know allow myself to get close to him. Right. Because, you know, him being a father and having kids didn't mean that he was like those guys or the situation right. was going to be like what I've had to deal with or, you know, I was going to be used and all this type of stuff. It was nothing like that. And so once God gave me peace in my heart, it was okay. You know, right. 
that he was going to mature me in that area, then I was I was able to get past that. Right. And you know, you know, with any blended family, there's challenges and things like that. But okay. it's nothing like you know what my fear was. I mean, things. Right. It's not that bad of a situation, or whatever. And um, I would say the other thing was just you know embracing the new. You know. Yeah. Um, I knew that Chris was a different type of guy. He uh, literally, he's right. that alpha male. Right. And so, <laughs> and I always knew that it was going to take somebody special. I mean, I've I've always heard, you know, my granddad, my dad, my stepdad, all of them tell me that it was going to take a special type of guy um, to be with me. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I used to feel like no one would really be able to. <laughs> <laughs> be able to handle me not that in a right. negative way but I just knew I was different you know I right. know that I'm set apart and I'm not ashamed of that unapologetically right. um no I don't think I'm all that but I knew it was going to take somebody special that could have the patience to deal with me and be able to accept me for who right. I am and I could be myself with them and I thank God that you know he gave me that increase so those fears that I had because I used to be that people pleaser I um, wanted to do things so that I could be accepted. I didn't feel like I had to do that with him. And so he has helped me to get past that fear right. you know, of feeling like I can't be myself. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So um, for the both of you, um, sis, I want you to speak to a young woman who may be considering getting married or who is engaged and bro I want you to do the same thing with a young man who is considering getting married what advice would you offer them well first and foremost I would tell that young lady to make sure you develop a relationship with God first right you know to seek him um you know use this time to get so deep in God, to mm -hmm. have your relationship so solid and right. firm in God so that he can help shape you and mold you to be who you need to be. Um, because right. a lot of times people want to leave God out, you know, yeah. of, of their lives and their relationships. But if you already have him in there and, and have that firm relationship with God, he'll teach you. He'll teach right. you a lot of the attributes that you need to have um, as a woman to prepare to be a wife. Um, right. he'll, he'll teach you those things about patience mm -hmm. and he'll teach you those things about love and, you know, being submissive because right. a lot of, of folks don't like to talk about submission, especially when it comes to marriage, but you have to submit to God first before you right. submit to a, a right. man and right. truly understand what that means because a lot of people take so much out of content. Yes. But um, yes. you have to know how to submit to God and be accountable to him first before you can be accountable right. to someone else. So I would definitely tell that young lady to develop your relationship with God. And then the second thing that I would say is get counseling. If you're if yes, you are in a place of being engaged, go get marriage counseling. I don't care what right. nobody else says. It helped me. Yes, ma'am. You yes, to put everything out on the table. Right. And, you know, yes, it requires you to be honest because right. you can go to marriage counseling and, and tell a whole bunch of lies. But exactly. if you are serious about it, go get marriage counseling and go to somebody right. that you trust, trust that's going to be honest with you and that's going to tell you like it is. That's going to, you know, tell you 
the biblical things of God and that's going to be open to you and not just tell you what you want to hear and not going to shoot exactly. you. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. like I said, it helped me so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And keep people out your business. Exactly. Please. Please. <laughs> and stay off social media. That's right. right. With your right. means. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. So you okay, know what well, I what you. I would what I would tell tell the guy is, of course, uh, have a have a relationship with God, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't try to I wouldn't pour my experiences about God and religion on him because mm-hmm. one thing we know as Christians, uh, it, everybody has to have their own time, right? But what I would encourage him to do is seek God. Because yeah. God going to get him, you know what I'm saying, how he want him, if he's seeking. So right. that'll be the first and foremost. The second thing I would be is, is tell him, be true to yourself, right. and then you'll be true to her. Right. If, 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 if you don't want to get married, tell her that. Right. You know, because it's not, marriage is not a relationship. Mm-hmm. Ma- the, to say relationship, that, was, that makes it pretty. Right. Marriage is an investment. That's a full-time job. <laughs> yes, it's an investment. It ain't you, money, time, right. all that goes into marriage. So Absolutely. it's not it's not peaches and cream. You know, right. the, the honeymoon, some people, think about it, some married couples don't even get, get to go on honeymoon. <laughs> right, right. So I would just tell them, you know, number one, be true to yourself. Right. Search your, yourself to make sure this is what you want you know, and be honest with her, you know, right. and then you can't listen to the naysayers. Right. You can't listen to your homeboys and your partners and your, your uncles and all these people. Cause number one, they not marry her. Hello. You are, you know right. what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, advice and conversations, just like anything else, you take the good, spit out the bad, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and I would just tell them, you know, that when it comes to that type of decision, that type of investment, that type of life change, mm-hmm. he has to be true to himself and then be true to her. Right. And then, you know, whether it's through marriage counseling or that one-on-one conversation, that conversation has to happen. Right. That hard, you know, conversation about what I like, what I don't like, do's and don'ts. And right. the things that you have to talk about in pre-marriage are the things that end up destroying marriages. Right. Money, sex, right. communication. Right. Them three things right there that people have hard times to talk about. They rather right. assume. Mm-hmm. When it comes to marriage, you shouldn't assume. Absolutely. You need to know what she wants and what right. she don't want, what she right. likes, what she don't like. What's the issues with finances? What's the, mm-hmm. what's the problem that we have in the bedroom? See, right. those are the conversations you have to have. Absolutely. You know, communication thing. You know, want to have kids, that, right? Yeah, how many kids? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. He, she may he or she may want five children. Right. Somebody be like five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, those things have to be talked about. And, right. and I tell you, the biggest problem for me. And I can speak that because I'm one. And it was an issue for me. Regardless of what type of man you are, alpha male, whatever the case may be, 
is letting the street you go. Whatever role you play in the streets, we when we 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 don't want to tell the guy, man, it's getting late. I gotta go. Right. Right. It has nothing to do with you being whooped. Uh-huh. It's about respect. I ain't I'm not single anymore. I'm married. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and guess Absolutely. what? You can't give the devil that crack. Because guess what? God accepts the, accept the fact that you at work at night, 12, 1, 2 o'clock. He don't accept the fact you out chilling at 12, 2, 1 o'clock. Absolutely. And your family at home. Right. Because guess what? If somebody break in the house, you ain't there to guard it. Right. If I'm not at work by 10, 11 o'clock, I'm in the house. Not just <laughs> right. at home. I'm right. in there. And if it right. go past that, I have common sense to call and say, Absolutely. Hey, I'm here, but I'm on my way. Just holler at the fellas. Whatever the case may be. It's called right. communication. It's called respect. It ain't got right. nothing to do with who being whooped. Right. Or anything in that nature. But it's just saying that's we have a problem with that because our ego allows us to, don't want nobody shout jank, jaw janking up. Oh, you got right. you whoop. You know what? The person that's saying that got a got a got a final date every other Friday. There you go. A married ain't man, to nobody. Ain't, look, I ain't gotta look for no date. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't right. gotta pull out no black book and try to find nothing. <laughs> exactly. You know so that's that's what I would just tell. Look, man, cut off the naysayers. Right. That's your lady. That's who you want to be with. That's your woman. Be honest with her. If you're not ready to get married, it don't mean you don't want to marry her. Right. You might you got some issues that you need to talk about. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Because we make the mistake of because everybody is saying get married, get married, get married then we jump into something. That don't mean you don't love her. That don't mean you don't want to be married. It's, you, it's some things you need to earn out. Right. And it's best to do it before you say, I do. But Absolutely. you know, in the long run, it may be some mixed emotion, but guess what? She'll respect it. She'll respect exactly. the fact that you didn't allow, you didn't leave her at the altar. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't, you didn't wait till a week after the marriage and started talking about, this ain't for me. Exactly. Well, hey, that's, I just tell them just be honest with itself and then be honest with her. You know, right. cut out all the side jokes, the noise, because when it comes down to it, she's she gonna be in the foxhole with you. Nobody right. else. You know, exactly. so that's, that's basically what I would say.